0: Hey guys, my name is Carlos. Most of y'all know me as Cargo. I'm the host for the Go for Two podcast, where I break down the off season to see how teams got better or worse through free agency in the draft. I create team reports and, of course, do a lot of mock drafts. And during the regular season, I hit you with all the fantasy football information and cover all the big headlines. And of course, gotta cover the playoffs, where I break down matchup and predict winners. Not all the time, of course. But welcome to season four. Let's go for it. All righty, guys. Today's episode is just going to be a breakdown of some of the trades that happened this past week. I'm going to be giving you guys a little insight on what I think on each of these trades, um, who I think got the better deal, um, what team put themselves in a position to make a push in the playoffs, and then what teams are probably looking forward to, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, the 2024 season. So the first trade I want to start off with is the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they essentially traded a third round pick for uh, the former second overall pick in Chase Young. Um, I think this is a slam dunk trade for the San Francisco 49ers. You know, even going back to last year, they made the trade for Christian McCaffrey. I believe they gave up a second-round pick, and they haven't looked back since. And The last time the 49ers made a trade with the Commanders, it was for left tackle Trent Williams. I believe they gave them a fifth-round pick, and right now he's currently the best left tackle in the NFL, arguably. Um. We know that the 49ers are in a position right now where they feel like they have an opportunity to win. Uh, I think this is going to be a great move. Obviously, they've lost the last three games straight. So bringing in a little bit of excitement to the team right now while they're on a bye week, I think is going to be super important. You know, and then the San Francisco 49ers, uh, we know they've been pretty busy this past offseason. They've added guys like Cleveland Farrell and Javon Hargraves, who've made huge contributions to this team already. Uh, The 49ers also traded away Trey Lance for essentially a third round pick. Uh, So if you think about it, they gave away, you know, Trey Lance for Chase Young essentially. So I think that's a pretty good deal here. Um, You know, and then, you know, not not to mention that the San Francisco 49ers also traded for edge rusher, Randy Gregory uh, from the Denver Broncos. So this is just a stacked defensive line. And, As far as Chase Young as a player, we looked at his 2020 2020 rookie season. He won rookie defense of the year. And when he was healthy, was just an absolute um, menace on the field. Now, the last couple of years, he's struggled to stay healthy. I believe he's only played in a handful of games. So right now, this season, um, I believe he ranks fifth in pressures, which is pretty good. And, you know, you take him from the Washington Commanders and now you put him on the San Francisco 49ers team. You give him a little bit of a fresh start. Um, absolutely love that for him. I mean, like I said, this guy was a former second overall pick, rookie defensive player of the year. And I think right now that he's on a one-year deal. Um, he's got all the uh, tools and ammunition, motivation to possibly put himself in a situation where he can be one of the higher-paid defensive linemen. Um And what I think is really cool, too, is now he's reunited with Nick Bosa, who is his teammate back in Ohio State. Um, Having those two guys coming off the edge, um, I think it's just going to be a scary thought for anybody in the uh, NFC here. So, you know, the 49ers have done such an excellent job in capitalizing on very talented players that are on bad teams so that don't want to be there. And as far as the commanders, it's really for them, it's just looking to rebuild. I don't think they see a future with Chase Young, and I think they just want to look forward to rebuilding here. The next trade we have, once again, involving the Washington Commanders. They're going to be sending in another defensive end, Montez Sweat, to the Chicago Bears for a 2024 second-round pick. Um. So I think, you know, in hindsight and in the future, this is a good move for the Bears. Don't love it, but I think it's going to be a good move overall. You know, we talked about the Bears last year. I believe they only had um, a handful of sacks, and Jaquan Brisker with four sacks was a leading sack man on that team. Um, this is a Bears defense that dead last in sacks, and they have 10 sacks only. So um, I think bringing in Montez Swe is a good addition. He's a really good player. Uh, But I think the price might be a little bit too steep. And the reason why I say that is because if you look back to last year, they made the trade for wide receiver Chase Claypool. They essentially gave up a second round pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, which essentially ended up being, I believe, the 33rd pick in the draft. So you're talking about giving up essentially a late first for Chase Claypool. Now, this second round pick that they have, as of right now, sits at pick thirty five, which is still a pretty good pick. Um, you know, considering that the Bears need all the draft capital, they need the talent. Because um, right now they're sitting at two and six, which I'm not really sure what they're trying to accomplish this year. So I think that pick becomes essentially a late first round pick, like I said. Um, they also just signed him to a multiple year deal, which I, I think if you give up that much, you have to pay the guy and you want him to be there. So I, I think it's a good move. Um, just my thing is is if you give up a third round pick for Chase Young, you know, I, I think Montez Sweat is, uh, you know, he is better, but I don't know if he's that much better because essentially that third round pick that they're going to get from the San Francisco 49ers is probably going to be a later third round pick here. And as for the Commanders, I think this is a great move. They've saved some money, and they've essentially got another uh, late-round draft pick um, for them as they look to rebuild, possibly move up in the draft to select a quarterback. Next, we have the Minnesota Vikings. Um, They are essentially trading a 2024 sixth-round pick uh, for Joshua Dobbs and a 2024 seventh-round pick. Um. So essentially the Cardinals send a fifth rounder to Cleveland for Joshua Dobbs earlier in the year um, and a seventh round pick essentially to get a six round pick back. Um. So really what it says to me for the Vikings is obviously they needed a quarterback with, you know, Kirk Cousins going down. I think Joshua Dobbs was a good option here. It makes it look like essentially they're not trying to tank all the games. Like, you know, they just feel like, if hey, if he comes in and starts to play really well and helps us win some games, you know, that's good for us. But if he also doesn't play very well, they'll end up with a pretty high draft pick. And, I mean, shout out to Joshua Dobbs. I mean, you talk about a journeyman, um, you know, the Mr. Replacement. This is going to be his third team in one season. Uh, a lot of kudos to this guy. I don't think he gets enough respect. And as for the Cardinals, um, essentially – they send a fifth round pick uh they get a sixth round back um and i think that makes sense for them they're 1 and 7 i don't see them trying to make a playoff push anytime soon um they're also getting kyler murray back which is going to be interesting um i think the cardinals are going to want to have to play him anyways to see if they could possibly you know look to build around him or you know send him off in a trade so the cardinals can afford to be patient with murray here Next, we have the Seattle Seahawks trading for defensive end Leonard Williams. So the Giants will get a second-round pick in 2024 and then a fifth-round pick in 2025. I like the move for the Seahawks. They're trying to keep up with the NFC West with the 49ers. Um, Uchenna Osuo is out for the season, so I think Leonard Williams will be a nice little plug-and-play. And And I think it will help out in the run game. Um, You know, for the present right now, it's a good move. But, you know, next year – um, you know, they're going to have to figure out his contract situation, and that's going to be tough. As for the Giants, this was a really good move, I think, for them. Um, obviously, they weren't going to bring him back. They just made a big deal with defensive lineman Dexter Lawrence. They added a Sean Robinson in this offseason. So, you know, the Giants getting a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick next the following year, I think, really helps them because they have a lot of holes that they need to fill, and having a second-round pick will help them out. Um and then we have the Philadelphia Eagles once again being aggressive. Um they are trading for safety all pro Kevin Banyard. Um they are sending Terrell Edmonds a 2024 fifth and sixth round pick to the Tennessee Titans. Another great deal for Philly, and once again they are taking advantage of the Tennessee Titans. They practically gave up nothing for AJ Brown. And once again, they essentially didn't give up much to get all-pro safety Kevin Bonyard. This is going to be really good for them right now as they try to fix the problems in the secondary. Um, I know he's been injured, but I think um, this will make sense more in the long run here. Um, and as for the Titans, I mean, you know, you save some money. Uh, you look to rebuild, you get younger on defense. Um, the Jets just signed offensive lineman Roger for the third. Um, once again, just trying to bolster this offensive line that has struggled uh, to stay healthy in recent years. Next, we have the Buffalo Bills trading for Rasul Douglas and a 2024 fifth-round pick. They are sending to the Packers a third-round pick in 2024. I think this is a really good trade for the Bills with the loss to Tadavious White earlier in the season. I think Rasul Douglas is a guy that when he was in Green Bay, was um, cut from a couple different teams, you know, ended up the year last year with the Packers, having five interceptions, which was pretty good. Um, This is a guy that does really well in zone, and I think he gives them a little bit of um, a veteran presence in the secondary, especially at the corner position. They have a couple of young guys there with um, Keir Elam and Dane Jackson. And as for the Packers to get a third-round pick, um. This is one of the youngest rosters, I believe, in the NFL. Uh, So getting a third-round pick makes them a little bit younger. But obviously, you know, having a lot of uh, draft capital allows them to do things in the offseason, like trading for key players. Next, we have the Detroit Lions. They have traded for Donovan Peoples-Jones. The Browns are going to be receiving a 2025 six-round pick. I think this is a good trade for the Lions. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones is a very talented wide receiver, not really being able to utilize in Cleveland. But I think in Detroit right now, um, Josh Reynolds has been a good wide receiver too. I mean, he might be a wide receiver three type of guy. Um, but you need somebody opposite Amaron St. Brown to be able to make big plays down the field. Jameson Williams hasn't been able to do that for whatever reason. Um you know, he's just not able to get onto the field and make plays. So I like the trade, but I just don't know how effective it's going to be necessarily. Um, Usually when wide receivers make uh, mid-season trades, they usually don't turn out too well. Um, I mean, we can go back to like, you know, me Cole Hartman getting traded from the Jets to the Chiefs, so that the team that he's familiar with hasn't made a splash. And then Obviously, last year, Chase Claypool um, from the Pittsburgh Steelers got traded to the Chicago Bears, really didn't do much that year. Next, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars trading for offensive lineman Ezra Cleveland. Uh, the Vikings will be receiving a 2024 six-round pick. I like the addition for the Jaguars. Um, um, Ezra Cleveland has struggled a bit in the run blocking, uh, but he's pretty solid in pass protection, and I think that's what they want to do in Jacksonville. Um, The Jacksonville Jaguars have dealt with some um, guys being suspended on the offensive line, some injuries, and also some of the guys aren't playing very well. So I think this is a good addition for them moving forward. And as for the Vikings, they uh, signed Dalton Reisner uh, during this season. Um, He's been a really solid player. I think he's an upgrade over Ezra Cleveland to say the least. Now we have the Atlanta Falcons trading for Catavius Street and a 2025 uh seventh round pick. Uh the Eagles will be receiving a 2024, sixth round pick. Um I like the trade for the Falcons. They're kind of in the hunt for the uh playoff spot for the um NFC South. Um Catavious Street um is a guy that has made some plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. The Falcons lost Grady Jarrett for the rest of the season, so he should help out that run defense. He, I think he'll be like a plug-and-play type of guy. And as for the Eagles, this is a great trade. You know, one of the things that you do is you take essentially what we call in the draft the best available player, and you do that in free agency as well. You know, although they didn't meet Davius Street, they signed him to have depth at the defensive line. Obviously, they have a couple of really good defensive linemen, so they were able to part ways with him. So essentially that the six-round pick that the Eagles got from the Falcons they used to get for Kevin binyard So they gave up Kadarius Street for Kevin binyard So just a great move by Philadelphia. Um, Howie Roman, a GM. Um, he's made some uh, not-so-great picks sometimes, but he's really uh, done really well in building that roster for the Philadelphia Eagles. And then I think the biggest news of this past week was um, the Las Vegas Raiders have fired Josh McDaniels and their general manager, Dave Ziegler, um, just a year and a half into the uh, McDaniels administration. Um, and I think I'm, I'm surprised that it didn't happen after – well, obviously it wasn't going to happen after his first year because he made all these big moves. Uh, but this is kind of right about the time that I thought it would happen um the rumors have that Josh McDaniels um you know kind of like his time in uh with the Denver Broncos was rude uh didn't live up to his own hype um a lot of different things so um I knew it wasn't going to work out um and you know the the position they put the Las Vegas Raiders and Mark Davis is a really tough spot here so Essentially, you know, the Raiders right now have benched Jimmy Garoppolo, who um, got paid a lot of money. I believe it was like $42 million to sit on the bench. They paid Hunter Renfro $32 million over two years, and he hasn't even seen the field that much. They cut and had to pay Derek Carr who knows how much money. Uh, they traded all this draft capital – uh, for Devontae Adams, and then they paid him a bunch of money. So, um, yeah, I think the Las Vegas Raiders, you know, need to just cut their losses. You know, we talked about – like I talked about Derek Carr a lot before when he was with the Las Vegas Raiders. What he was able to do with uh, Rich Bisacci, the interim head coach, last year, um, what they were able to navigate through the, you know, switching from, you know, Oakland to Las Vegas – um, the John Gruden incident, the Henry Ruggs incident. So like they had to overcome so much and for them to just like, you know, turn their backs on these type of guys, like, you know, uh, it's kind of a little bit in sense karma, but yeah. And I mean, this is a roster that's not very talented. Um, I mean, other than really Josh Jacobs, Devonte Adams, Colton Miller, Max Crosby, those four guys I feel like are pretty elite. There are some good players on this roster, like Jacoby Myers, um, their first round pick Tyrese Wilson might be something special, but I mean, really other than those guys, I, I really don't like this roster. I think they're just going to need to kind of, you know, start from scratch and start over again. Um, who's going to be coaching the Las Vegas Raiders? It's going to be a uh, former Super Bowl champion linebacker, uh, linebacking coach. Antonio Pierce is going to be an interim head coach. I saw his press conference the other day a little bit. Um, really liked all the things he had to say, you know, um, uh, he kind of talked about the, the Oakland Raiders back in the day. He grew up. He's a South, he's a California kid listening to like NWA. Um, you know, one of those guys kind of like D'Amico Ryans with the Houston Texans. This is a guy that you want to root for. He talked about, you know, being disciplined, uh, but having a little bit of a swagger to it. And I think that's what he's going to be. One of the things he said, uh, he's, he wants to run through a wall for Devontae Adams. And, you know, I believe it. Antonio Pierce is a uh, fierce competitor if you've ever seen him play. Um, I had the pleasure of watching him win Super Bowls with the Giants uh, as a Cowboys fan. But I'm, I I love the story. I, I hope he gets a real chance, not like what Rich Pisacci got last year uh, or like two years ago, essentially, where he just got to start half the games, win a bunch of games, and then they just kicked him to the curb for a better name. And, you know, once again, another really small tidbit for Josh McDaniels last year or a couple of years ago was going to take the job for the Indianapolis Colts. Took the job and then said, no, never mind, and went back to New England. So, yeah, I mean, Josh McDaniels will probably end up back in New England, I would say, next year as the offensive coordinator, um, you know, because, yeah, that's just kind of what happens. But um, the next thing I want to talk about is some of the guys that didn't get traded. Um, So one of the teams that I thought would possibly make a move would be like the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, maybe interested in a wide receiver. I know they traded for Nicole Hartman, but um, this offense just hasn't looked explosive, to say the least. I thought maybe possibly, you know, I, I doubted them possibly getting Devontae Adams, an in, individual rival. But I thought Mike Evans could have been a possibility. Um, T. Higgins was a guy, too, that I think thought would get traded. I think the Cincinnati Bengals missed on an opportunity to get some draft capital in return for him. Cause I don't think they're going to be able to pay him and Jamar chase this off season. So um, yeah, just kind of confusing. And then obviously we all know about Jerry Judy and I love what Steve Smith said. Like, I mean, I have a ton of respect for Steve Smith as an analyst and as a, you know, a former football player. Um, I think the problem with Jerry Judy is, is that he's always been the most talented guy on the field. And now he's not the most talented guy in the field. And now he has to find a way to outwork people. And uh, I just don't think he has a work ethic. I don't think he has the attitude. Uh, We saw when he scored the touchdown against the Kansas State Chiefs, he just threw the ball at the wall. Like, you know, a very aggressive undertone there. Wasn't a big fan of it, but you just would have thought, you know, with everything that's happened with a former teammate of his, he would just kind of like, you know, try to find some peace within that, but didn't happen. Uh quarterback, Jalen Johnson of the Chicago bears was requested to get talks about trades. I'm surprised that they don't want to keep him in house. He's one of the good young players for the Chicago bears. Um, I think he will be a free agent this coming off season. You know, I thought that possibly the Chicago, uh, the Buffalo bills would try to go for him. I thought he would have been perfect. He can do a little bit of, you know, man and uh, zone but obviously they went with somebody else. Uh, Daniil Hunter, the Minnesota Vikings. He's a guy that's kind of been uh, not happy in Minnesota, but he looks like he's going to be staying there. Josh Uchi of the New England Patriots. I mean, what you look for in the NFL is guys who can get after the quarterback and uh, youth. He's only 24 years old. Last year in his four years of starting, he had like, I think, 12 and a half sacks. Um, I think it's a good move for the Patriots. I think they should try to retain him. I think that's what they want to do. Um, and then another guy that was a really good edge rusher, Brian Burns. He's been the talk of trades for probably like over like two years, it feels like, uh, but he did not get traded. I think Carolina uh, would, I would hope that they would try to keep him in house. He's one of the only good players um, on that roster. Um, another guy that I thought could have gotten traded uh, was maybe Jameis Winston. I thought maybe the Minnesota Vikings could have been a play here. Uh, maybe even the New York jets. If, they were that desperate but um i think that the the saints probably would have wanted a little bit more so that's why the vikings went to joshua Dobbs and you know it makes a lot of sense to me here but um yeah i think um, obviously the, the teams that are top of the nfc you know made really good trades i'm you know talking about san francisco 49ers and the philadelphia eagles uh seattle seahawks i think those are all really good trades for them and then obviously we could tell some teams are uh, looking in a different direction, but um, my favorite move obviously was them firing uh, Josh McDaniels. Um, I think my favorite trade, you know, it's probably not going to be the sexiest pick, but I think it's going to be Ezra Cleveland for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are a team that's kind of getting hot right now. Um, hard not to love Chase Young going to San Francisco and playing with Nick Bosa, but um Yeah, that's what I got for you guys. Let me know what you guys think about some of these trades. And always remember to go for two. Just want to say thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow me on social media. And always just remember, go for two.